All right, yo, yo, welcome to Crypto 101. Uh, this is Matthew Aaron, and today we're going to talk about Bittrex. Now, we've talked about exchanges in the past. We talked about Coinbase and Poloniex. So we will not go into like the bare basics of setting up an account and things like that, because you can just go back to Poloniex and get bored to death. <laughs> Me talking about putting in email addresses and two-factor authentication and, and, and verification and shit like that. Uh, but today we're just going to talk about Bittrex as a whole, the history and some pros and cons of using Bittrex as an exchange. Uh, but first, like always, I want to say thank you for listening. And you can find me at uh, the various platforms, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, all at Crypto 101 or Crypto underscore underscore 101. And you can also find me on KimCoin.com. KimCoin.com is a platform that hosts various podcasts about cryptocurrency or cryptocurrency trading. Anyway, let's get on with Bittrex. What is Bittrex and who is Bittrex? And during this episode, you are probably going to hear me take uh, take a shit on Poloniex. I don't know if it's justified shit on Poloniex, but I, I, I do like to shit on, on Poloniex. Maybe it's just me hating the big guy. They are the biggest or in the top three biggest exchanges in the world right now. Uh, today's volume for Poloniex is, uh, about 350 million and they are at number two. Um, I think Bittrex is at number eight. Where are you Bittrex? Uh, at 173 million. So this is a huge day for trading. I actually recorded this episode about a week ago and deleted it because I didn't like it and I'm recording it again. And when I did it the first time, Bittrex was trading at 50 million volume for that day. So trading is going crazy. The split happened. Uh, people are talking about Bitcoin cash everywhere. And there's a lot of things going on in the market. So it's very exciting. But let's just say that you are, you have put off getting into the market until now. And you didn't want to get in and buy your Bitcoin before August 1st because of all the rumors and stuff. But you signed up for your Coinbase account. And now you are going to find your first exchange to trade some altcoins. You might want to get some Dash or Ripple or something a little more obscure, Vertcoin, Virium, things like that. And you found your way to Bittrex. Now you're sitting there, hmm, should I make an account on Poloniex or should I make one on Bittrex? Well, let's see what's going on with Bittrex first and then you can make your decision. First, I like to look at my exchanges as a transparency thing. I like to see if, you know, if you're talking about... Uh, you know, a quarter of billion or half a billion dollars a day in trading, you would like your exchange, the people who run it, the people who've created it, to be transparent, to say, hey, you know, uh, this is me, this is who I am, this is what I do, and enjoy enjoy the product. I don't find that with Poloniex, and if you listen to my Poloniex episode, you will just hear me probably complain about, I can't find anything on Wiki, I can't find anything about the the, the CEO. Uh, his name is Tr Tristan Diagosta, I think. Um, and you can't find any videos on him, or he's not like he's just there's this person that they say created this platform just doesn't exist, and it bothers me. So looking into Bittrex, there is a lot more on them. Now I'm not saying that they're as transparent as I would like them to be. Uh, they're not like the Kraken CEO, which we'll go into Kraken that you can see on podcasts and and all over the place promoting cryptocurrency in general and being a leader in uh, the cryptocurrency 
uh, revolution, if you will. Bittrex is definitely a little more transparent. On the website, you can see the founders. Uh, one guy, the, the one of the founders is, is Beer, Bill Shiara. Uh, Bill is the co-founder and CEO of Bittrex. You can find his videos on YouTube. Uh, there's one video in particular where you can see him at a roundtable or a forum discussing Bittrex, what they do, and the future of Bittrex. And Richie Lai, he is the uh, second guy on the page where you can find actually a history written by Richie uh, talking about why they started and how they started. So you can see a little bit of transparency there and try to put you know a little personality and faces to this platform. There's a couple other people that started as well. Rami, which is uh, it mentioned in the Bittrex history, which we'll go into, and a guy named Ryan. Now, I didn't find much about Ryan, but he's there, and that's good because it's more transparency. Um, on the About Us of Bittrex, you'll first find their, I want to say, mission statement, or maybe more of a, an About Us. And it says, Bittrex was built and operated in the United States. They are a Las Vegas company, by the way. Bittrex is the next generation crypto trading platform created by security professionals. We are crypto coin enthusiasts bringing more than 50 years of combined security and development experience to the trading community from companies such as Microsoft, Amazon, and BlackBerry. Given the recent security breaches and reliability issues experienced by other markets, we feel that the community deserves better. If virtual currencies are to truly take off, trustworthy infrastructure is a prerequisite. At Bittrex, our mission is to deliver the fastest and most secure trading platform available. So right off the bat, you know, I'm already saying crypto professionals, 50 years of security, you're using exchange, you have coins on there, no matter how much it is, you don't want it to get stolen. And you have faces to that. Okay, big pro. A little bit about the history. In a forum or blog post on steemit.com, you can see Richie Richie Lai, uh, write uh, about how everything started. So the question that he always gets asked, as he says on the forum, uh, is how everything got started and how he got into Bitcoin. He writes, in 2011, uh, him and Bill stumbled upon Bitcoins. As geeks, they thought that the tech was cool and they thought there was an opportunity to build some kind of business around it. So they purchased some gear, started mining, and uh, tried to get Bitcoins and sell for profit and and he said this was around the first run-up when Bitcoin hit around 35 bucks. They said they spent the summer mining and selling, but as the summer started to close, the prices started crashing. So they closed down shop, and as he says that Bill deleted a wallet with a bunch of Bitcoins in it uh, because they weren't worth the trouble to unload at the time. Uh, I guess it's just an infrastructure problem of trying to get Bitcoins to cash. But I bet you that was like a kick in the balls when it ran up to like a thousand bucks a year or two years later. Anyway, uh, when Bitcoin started going up again in 2013, they said, is they wanted to get back into cryptocurrency trading. They didn't want to start mining again because they didn't feel that it was profitable. So they brainstormed different ideas of how to get back into the business. So they started a business called Gift Card BTC. And the site had a simple premise to sell gift cards, phone cards for Bitcoin and take a percentage off the top. Nothing too complicated. And because of new infrastructure like Coinbase, it was easy to collect Bitcoin and convert it into US dollars to cover the costs of you know running it in development. As it worked out, they said that the business was, was going well and they wanted to start adding different altcoins to be able to purchase these gift cards too. So they are added Litecoin. When they added Litecoin, they said, you know, 
why not accept other cryptocurrencies? They found places to cash out of these coins, coinpayments.net, to process the payments and withdraw their Litecoins. But that's when they found out that there was no way to transfer Litecoin to Bitcoin uh, and then withdraw Bitcoin to convert to US dollars. So there's really no exchange. It's like you have Litecoin or you have Bitcoin, but you can't just buy Bitcoin with Litecoin or Litecoin with Bitcoin. And he said that this astonished him and Bill. So they went and actually had a meeting about this in Vegas. It says, ideas from Vegas. Uh, him, Bill, sat down, probably got, probably got smashed, uh, started kicking around ideas, and decided to, with Rami, to start off up an exchange, Bittrex. Uh, they said that they worked on it for eight weeks. And after eight weeks, boom, they launched it. And the rest is history. So it's a bunch of guys in... Microsoft, Amazon, BlackBerry doing securities for tech companies, very high profile, high, you know, big Fortune 500 tech companies, and they decided to make an exchange. Right off the bat, pro, they know security. If they're developing it themselves, you know that was built on a solid platform. So that's the brief history of uh, Bittrex. And again, I like this because. Right off the bat, you go to their about page, you go to their, you see who the guys are, you, you can see them on YouTube, and you can hear about the history now. And that's my, my biggest gripe about Poloniex, is that you don't see much transparency about who they are, what's going on, and their guys aren't too out there. And they have to, I feel like with these these things in a, in a, in a market that is plagued with bad news and rumors and FUD and and all of this that you need to have these people out there showing themselves so you can have at least some peace of mind. Like, for example, Litecoin's Charlie Lee just last night was on uh, Squawk Box uh, doing an interview. That, to me, shows me that, you know what, this guy believes in his coin because, and the other thing is he's not going to run away and get out. How the, how the hell can you be on, on TV, millions of people see you, and then run off with millions of dollars? It's not going to happen. So you can see that this guy's already out there. He's, he's showing his face. He believes in his product. He's trying to be a, a straight up, like, legit guy. And you know what? If, if Litecoin goes from whatever it's trading at today, 2.4, 2.5 billion uh, market cap, and it goes down to a billion, nobody's going to blame him. It's, it's the market. But if it did that, it did that and we don't know what it is, we're going to say scam, FUD, you know, all these words and, and because we don't trust it. And this is what we need to do is build trust in, in these markets. And I do like that Bittrex has a little bit on their website and out there on the interwebs about themselves. So moving to the actual platform itself, it's an exchange. There's nothing fancy about it. There's nothing that, you know, wows everybody in design. All exchanges look the same. I really hope the guys from Exodus. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, make an exchange because Exodus is probably the most beautiful wallet I have ever seen. And it's just, it's laid out perfectly. If they make an exchange, they can do something that would just make trading fun and, and gorgeous. But Bittrex is just a normal 
exchange. They have a couple features that like in Poloniex episode I, I, I did like. Like Poloniex has a profit loss. I really like that. So if you're trading coins and you know you go and trade coins for a couple months, and you just want to see that, hey, if I, am I breaking even? Am I making money? I mean, that's something that you probably should know off the top of your head, but they do have that option to see actually to the dot of how much money you've made and how much money you've lost. They have that on Bittrex, but as of today, it doesn't work yet. And they have this little tab called Lab that has um, a compare any to auto sell profit loss. None of this works yet. It's been there ever since I started using Bittrex, but it hasn't worked. It's annoying. I hope they get that together. Uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, they have their markets and everything looks just the same. Uh, their their charts looks just like every, everybody else's. They have a little bit of gimmicky options to them. For example, if you want your charts to look like a candlestick or a bar or a colored bar or a line or a mountain, you can make your charts look different ways, which, you know, people read things differently. So I guess that's cool. Uh, they have these studies, this whole like slew, I don't know, maybe 25 or 30 different studies you can do uh, on your on your coin. Anything, anywhere from linear regression uh, to money flow index and uh you know it seems a little gimmicky to me i don't think that it really works properly um again i am not a professional at this i i'm looking at a consumer point of view i do know a little bit about statistics and charts and regressions and stuff but it just seems gimmicky uh yeah anyway and to be honest you know the, the their chart it's a little clumsy. If you compare it to Poloniex, it's a little clumsy. And the chart is what I use mostly. And I don't like the fact that they have their order book in a different in a different tab. Like it's all there like right in front of your face. So you, you can see your chart. But to see the, the order book, you have to click on a different tab. And I like on Poloniex where it's just like right under the um, the chart. So you can look at your, your order order book and your chart at the same time for the most part just kind of get a different kind of bearing on what's going on so their website is it, it's it's fine but you know it's nothing special a little bit about their verification process again like most exchanges you need to have different types of verification to get your money out so basic verification here is just you know signing up with your your name your email and uh, a password again always do two-factor authentication with google authenticator don't use your phone number because uh, there's many reasons. First, I travel quite a bit. I do not have the same phone number if I go to, say, Hong Kong or Portugal or, or what, have, what have you. I always use a local SIM so I could just get on the Internet because most of my communications is either on uh, Line or WhatsApp or Facebook or, or whatever. If, they're gonna, if I'm going to try to log into to Bittrex and they send me a text message to my phone with the code, I'm not going to get it. So it means I can't log in overseas. And of course, it's from a IP address that nobody knows if it's in some place I've never been before. So I, I'm not going to get on. So use Google Authenticator so you can just hop on no matter where you are. Basic verification, though, just gives you one Bitcoin. They use Bitcoin to say how much you can transfer out daily. Like I said, if you remember, verification allows you to transfer out larger and larger amounts of money from your account 
So you could put in whatever you want, but you only could transfer out based off your verification. And the first tier of verification, you're allowed to send out one Bitcoin, um, whatever amount that is on that given day, I, I assume. Um, I'm going to just correct myself really quick that it's not called basic. It's just signing up for an account. Uh, basic verification actually gives you three Bitcoin. And then for that, you need your your name, your address, and your phone number. And then you're allowed to transfer out three Bitcoins. Now you can go to enhanced verification, and that's going to give you up to 100 Bitcoins or equivalent per day. Now to do that, you just go on and just follow their instructions. I think that you're going to have to upload your identification and your documents and give you self, give them selfies and pictures of your passport and IDs and stuff like that. So uh, it's pretty you know, intense. Again, you can get up to 100 Bitcoins out a day. Now, going into the pros and cons of Bittrex, and this is just in general, it's not compared to anybody, uh, but the pro is security. As far as I know, up until now, they haven't been hacked, so they do live by what they say. They have 50 years combined security um, experience. Security is their first and foremost responsibility. Another pro is responsiveness. They are pretty responsive when it comes to getting in touch with them. If you tweet them, they usually tweet back. If you write them customer service complaints or reports or have questions, they usually get back. Of course, this can slow down depending on the volumes uh, in their staff, but they will not blow you off. I have not seen a Reddit or a forum that said Bittrex just totally just ignored me and it's been 45 days and I can't withdraw my X coin or whatever. It hasn't happened. I haven't seen it. Of course, there's probably those cases out there, but it in comparison to, say, Coinbase and Poloniex, their complaints seem way smaller. However, they are dealing with way less volume. Uh, greater transparency is another pro of mine. Uh, like I said, and I probably said it 40 times in this episode already, some of the other exchanges are not as transparent. And I just like that I can find out things about Bill and Rami and Richie on the Internet. And it seems as though they offer more obscure coins. Uh, if you go on Poloniex and Kraken, they only offer, and from what I see, is like the like the big brands or the medium brands. And it's more of a fight to get into those exchanges or get on th- those exchanges. However, Bittrex, I think they have more smaller smaller dudes. So you will find, if you find like an obscure or a new ICO, and you want to know what platform they're going to be on, probably look at Bittrex first to see if they're on there. Because it seems like they just show up there first. I don't know if it's like a point of difference to differentiate themselves from other exchanges, but I like that because I like to look at, you know, new coins and smaller coins. And I usually don't kind of uh, hang out with the the Bitcoin and the ETH crowd. I think Light is the only, yeah, Light's the only top five that I, I own. Cons, cons. It's not as transparent as I would like it to be. I would like much more on there. I would like them to produce and put out their own training videos of how to use it. Uh, some of the exchanges have, and coins, they have videos, you know, tutorials on YouTube. So you can just Google, say, um, Digibyte Wallet or Digibyte uh, Core Wallet. And you have a tutorial of how to set it up. And I think it comes from the company. Don't quote me on that for, for Digibyte, but other companies do, do, do have that, that they put out this tutorial. And I wish that they had that like more user experience, customer service orientated um, interaction with their clients to uh, make, make us feel more comfortable about using their platform. 
and a little bit more. I thought I wish that their CEO had more YouTube videos out there so we could see him discuss and you know just interact and kind of get into his head a little bit to see what he plans or they plan to do with uh, Bittrex. Um, another con for them is that their iOS or their um, mobile interface sucks balls. Sucks balls. So if you have your phone and you're using Bittrex and you think that you're going to be out in <laughs> on vacation, landing on the beach, having a great trading experience on your iPhone or your Android. My brother has an Android. It's not going to work out properly. You're not going to you're not going to have fun with that. You can you can use it for an emergency trade or an emergency sell, but you're not going to have fun just using it. So, guys, get your shit together with that. And the last con is that they're less volume. They do do less volume than say Poloniex um and Kraken by far, by far usually. And like I said, last week they were at 50 million in a 24-hour period when Poloniex was at 200 million. Uh, and that's usually how it is. Why does that make a difference? If you are like me and you have like, you know, you're, you're trading these smaller coins or that are usually doing less volume in general and you're on Poloniex trading those coins and the price spikes and you want to just offload some coins or you want to buy at a certain price takes a lot more time for those orders to get filled and you could miss out or be frustrated at the very least with trying to get your orders filled. However, in Poloniex, the coins that they have, there's so many people on there and so much volume that it usually isn't a problem no matter what coin you're using on that platform or trading on that platform. So that's just something to think about. Um, And I think that's about it for Bittrex. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and I hope that I covered everything. If I didn't cover something, please tweet it at me or leave it in a comment somewhere. Um, and finally, today's music is by Village. Songs called Phantom featuring Carmen Rosa. Found this one on Cloud Kid YouTube channel. Check it out. Check them out. And we'll see you for next podcast.